You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Goal Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of your Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the man who now has an actual emote in the game. The one HP killer, no, 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 zero. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. This last podcast turned another year older. <laughs> Holy so, cow, it's been old, a long time since we podcast. old AF. <laughs> yeah, no lie. No lie. Um, How's it feel? How's it feel, man, to be older? Let me tell you, I feel a lot wiser, Troy. Do you? Yeah, they I say feel, wisdom comes uh, with. With age, yeah, yeah, I feel wiser. I feel uh, more put together, more achieved. Yeah, in my year of growth, it's funny. We were actually talking about this the other day. We're like, you know, they say older people, the older we get, the slower our reflexes go. I mean, unless we're playing some like sixty-year-old men all the time on Fortnite, I'd say our skill level's still staying up there, pretty much for the most part. You're breaking up really bad for me. Am I breaking up? I can't hear you at all. Check one two. Can you hear me? Hello. But your camera is frozen. I couldn't hear you for a whole couple minutes there. Like, I heard you say everything was fine, and then I heard you say you talked about this the other day, and then it just went. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you now. Let me test it real quick. Hold on. Let me speed test this mug. Yeah, let me do the same. Make sure everything's running properly. Everything seems to be running properly. Sixty down. Sixty up. All right, well, I don't know. Maybe it was just a hitch. I'm testing mine. 103 down. And up. Cool. Maybe it was just a a hickety up. A hickety uppity. All right. I'll start back to where I was. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, we talked about this the other day that, you know, they say as you get older, your reflexes get worse. And unless we're playing a bunch of 60 and 70-year-old men in Fortnite every night, <laughs> I would say that we're staying up to par, my friend, with the skill level needed to uh, continue to keep owning some people in Fortnite. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. I remember that because I was like, dude, I know I'm getting older, but my reflexes don't. Like, I don't feel like they're withering away or nothing. Like, I never lose a, a, a shoot, like a shootout or anything like that in the game where I'm like, man, that kid's reflexes are so much better than mine. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, maybe a small difference for me when it comes to, like, 
distance shooting, like sniping or something, like the quick notice and quick, you know, follow through might be a little more delayed than it was 20 years ago for me when I was 17. You know, well, I guess 20 years ago, I'd have been 12, but you know what I mean? <laughs> a long time ago. Math. Uh, yeah. Math is hard as well. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? Uh, happy birthday, obviously, to you crossing through that as well. And uh, Thanks, since, bud. since the last time we talked to everybody, we actually had the, uh, the um, Tracker Network people come along last time for the FTR Champions podcast. And thank you so much to those guys for coming on, doing a couple of crossover shows with us. Uh, if you are from their community and now listening to our show after you listen to their awesome show each week, thank you so much for the support. We really appreciate it. Um, and as we go on to that, thank you so much to all the people who helped us get into the top 20 on iTunes, David. I mean, top 20 gaming and hobby podcast. We hit it, bro. So Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, we, I was really surprised. We, we completely owe that to all of you we listeners. beat out some big names. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was really awesome. We are we typically are falling right now between the we're in the top fifty constantly, um, and yeah. um, and so you know we're going from the forties to the twenties, you know, as the whatever algorithm that iTunes uses uh, to to figure all that out. But thank you so much to the listeners. Thank you guys each and every week uh, for coming and hanging out with us and all the great feedback, all the kind words you guys have shared with us. Uh, those of you that have joined our PS4 community, thank you so much. Keep playing with us. Keep hitting us up. Uh, those of you that have joined the Discord, thank you so much for doing that. If you haven't done that and you would, you would like to join either of those groups, please, uh, all of the links are on our Twitter account. Um, you can find them in the show notes as well. I'll be posting them there for now on so you guys can have them. Uh, or you can always hit us up on Twitter as well if you want one of those links, and we'll get you into those groups with us. Big shout out to Red. Thank you so much, Red, for stepping up in the uh, Discord chat and getting some of the new emotes and different things going there. Really moderating that out, obviously, with Brad, bringing the news whenever it's around. Uh, so if you guys are interested in going on and comparing some, some stats with some fellow Fortnite players or just looking for some fun guys to have a good time with, uh, make sure you join the Discord. It's a lot of fun, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. Um, we hit 300 followers on Twitter already, which is pretty amazing, uh, being that we've only had this going, that Twitter going for about two months. Um, and obviously, everybody that listens doesn't follow us on Twitter. But if you do listen and you don't follow us on Twitter, please do so. really helps us out, helps us get noticed, helps us when we ask somebody like Ninja, hey, man, will you come on the show? And he looks at our Twitter, he's like, who are these guys with 300 followers? You know, So you guys help us out as well, believe it or not, uh, when we are trying to get guests on and stuff. So we really appreciate the support. We appreciate everything you guys have done for us. I will be reading iTunes reviews next week. So if you want to get those in, um, I'll be giving the shout outs for those. So on iTunes, go ahead and drop us out that five star. Or, you know, if you proceed to think that we're worse than that, uh, let us know what we can do to get that five star from you. And I'll go ahead and read those next week. As always, guys, this show is brought to you and sponsored by Glomtom, glomtom.com. Get that perfect accessory for all gamers out there, whether you're sitting in your chair and sitting at a monitor like I do, or whether you're sitting back on the couch um, like Null Zero wishes he could do more and play, uh, make sure you grab a Glom Tom. Trust me, once you start using one, you will never play without one again. It is the most comfortable position uh, to, to have while you're playing and to keep you upright and keep your, 
your hands in the right places. And believe it or not, I know you guys are like, well, who cares about that? It makes a difference. Like you, you, you can play if you're anything like me, where you're playing for five, six hours on a weekend in a row easily. Um, it definitely helps out. So make sure you check that out. Glomtom.com and use the code Fortnite for five percent off. Um, and you guys can help us out by doing that as well. We got some upcoming guests coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, that's why they would be called upcoming guests because they're coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and, uh, and so if you guys have anybody else that you'd like us to get on that maybe you know or you follow um, and you're like, man, I'd love to hear from this guy a little bit more. I'd love to hear about what they do in the community, whether it be a streamer or an artist, a YouTuber, uh, another podcast, um, feel free to hit us up. Let us know. We'll reach out to those people and try to get them lined up as well. This is the show for you guys, obviously, by fans, for fans, by the community, for the community. So uh, make sure you guys definitely hit us up, and we will do everything we can to have them on. Well, Null Zero, with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump in to some Fortnite talk. All right, so if you're listening to this on Tuesday, March 13th or beyond. Yes, we are a day late with the show uh, due to life. But, however, we are getting this to you. And by delaying, believe it or not, Null Zero, it has paid off once again. So, everybody out there is probably like, oh, great, these guys are just going to start delaying the podcast every week so they can get the breaking news. However, that's not going to be the case. But we did get... Obviously, the mobile thing that got released today, right? That you can go sign up for the mobile version of Fortnite. A lot of questions here that we both have. But we also, before we jump into that, we got the explosive action, some C4 coming to the game. And I would like to think we have a little bit of input here, right? Talking through some of the ideas we've had before about items to come to the game. Right. So, I mean, it, it sounds pretty exciting. C4, you know, I'd like to blow some crap up. As uh, I believe it was uh, Kale Smith, who is uh, one of the, the Fortnite community managers, he said, I'm ready to go blow or make, I'm ready to make things go boom. So I'm, I'm with him on that. I'm pretty excited about this. I think it's a really change. I like to make things go boom. <laughs> I, I think it'll change like, how people, some people that like fort up big time, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely give some more explosive options, that's for sure. I'm interested to see what the radius of the explosion is. Yeah, I'm curious about power, particularly. Like, <clears throat> you know, if I throw C4 and detonate it, I'm assuming it's going to have a detonator. Um, you know, does it say you're on a three high, four by four, right? Or one by one, whatever. Um, if I throw that at the bottom of the base, like, am I going to take out, say I threw that in the center? Will I take out and knock out your structure? Like, I, that's what I'm curious. Like, where's the power level? Like, how how many planks can this thing take out? Does it take out one if it's attached to it? Does it take out two if it's near, really close to two of them? Like, I don't know. That's my question is, like, how powerful is it? I want Can know. we just attach it or can we throw it? It has to be a throw. Right? You would imagine so. I mean, I can only imagine yeah, some of the awesome kills you could have with this, though. Because right. knowing, knowing you, I you're going to try to see four people. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. <clears throat> this is a finally a pickup that I'll be picking. Like I don't pick up a lot of the like the mind or the um, impulse nades and stuff like that, boogie bombs. But I'm excited for C4. I'm also excited for. Well, that's a, a different conversation at a different time. Yeah, I mean, we'll just stick with what we know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really curious. I, I'm gonna be in such debate here with you, and and coming down the line, just to guy, kind of give everybody inside. One of the things I want to talk about, and and maybe we can start getting some feedback from you guys as we get into this subject here in the next week or two. But with all these items coming into play, what is it that you're taking, right? What is it that we're picking up? Um, I mean, I can only imagine if I have impulse nades now and C4 I can pick up. Like, I mean, can you imagine, you know, impulsing yourself towards a group of people and throwing your C4 and blowing them up? Like, <laughs> that just sounds amazing to me, right? Or impulsing right. over a base and as I'm flying over it, I drop the C4 in their base and land on the other side and blow the blow the thing up. You know what I mean? Like what that what if it was usable while you're uh on using launch pad? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that'd be interesting to give a new, you know, perspective or depth to launch pad. Right. So like right now when you launch pad it's like Oh, well, you're in the air and you're moving your position. But what if they give you the ability to drop this thing from, you know, floating above someone's base? Like, dude, that's a whole other, yeah. you know, way to play the game. Another whole other way to deal with, uh, you know, bases and stuff and teams. I actually did. I, I like that, you know, base buildings become a big thing on the consoles with all the changes they've made. Right. People are building a lot more. And I like that they're now attacking base builders. Like, they're like, Saying like, yeah, we want y'all to build. Of course, we want you to build. That's what the game's primary, you know, catch it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, like you said, they've made it a lot smoother on console, and it's so it's, we're seeing it a lot more. Obviously, the PC side hasn't really ever had that problem. Um, but I, I I love items like this because it changes up the gameplay so much, right? And we don't know exactly how it's going to work, but we do know one thing for sure, and it's going to change up the gameplay. Um, oh, for sure. so that's, uh, that's what I'm really excited about it for. Um, as far as the mobile thing goes that we got late as well, that kind of came out the end of week last week and then, you know, said, Hey, we're going to have signups on Monday. The site went down for a few hours cause of all the traffic it came back up. We instantly were able to finally get on and we, we both, both of us got, uh, got to register for it. I'm interested to see how it works. Look. If we're being honest with everybody out there, I think we both are very skeptical of this port, right? Right. I mean, how am I going to do everything I do on the console so fluidly that's even more fluid on PC with more keys, right? And now we're going the opposite way, right? So, like, console's kind of the middle ground now, right? You're going to have PC players who have a key for every single thing and bindings for every single thing, then you have the console people who are having to, you know, have buttons, but we, we have to scroll through certain things to, to be able to access them. Now to a phone where everything is a touchscreen and on-screen controls, right? So, like, I don't understand really why. I mean, if they were, here's the thing. If they want to release the mobile version to me, I'm totally cool with them saying you're going to play against mobile players. But if I'm going to play with my PC friends and get stuck in a, 
and I guess either way it wouldn't be fair, right? If I brought them into mobile or if they bring me into PC, I guess that's the sacrifice you you pay for playing cross platform with your friends. Sure. Um, but well, I mean, and I think to ease anybody's worries about how this is going to work, I if you look at how it works now, if you're playing on PS4, you queue up with your PS4 buddies, you play on PS4, and you play against PS4 people. Yep. I, so across the board, I think if you're queuing up mobile, you're playing mobile people. And <clears throat> the only way to get into a game where you're going to be maybe at a disadvantage, especially because of what we're talking about being on a mobile phone, as opposed to um, you know having a controller in your hand or a keyboard and mouse, uh, I think if you're, you're, you're going to make that decision consciously whenever, uh, whenever you do make that decision. So I guess I'm going to have in-game chat with you when I'm traveling on the road and playing on my phone. I mean, I can't see why not. There's a lot of uh, games mobily that current, you know, cons- are, are already doing, mo- are like team chat, mobile chat. Like there's Mobile Legends. It's like a League of Legends game on phone has, you know, chat built into So what it. about, does PlayStation doesn't allow you to get into a party remotely, right, with one of their apps? Not that I know of. Not that I know I, of. It's possible. That would be awesome, though, right? Like if I could still jump in your party chat. And then be playing on my phone. Hey Sony. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I I think it's cool because they're also talking about bridging the gap between Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into that for sure. No, I agree. Uh, Look, um, I'm skeptical. However, I am excited at the same time. Right. So there's this there's this pull and tug here that that I'm that I'm uh, excited for. Right, I really I want it to happen, but then I'm like, yeah, I don't really want it to be a flop because I don't want it to put anything bad on the name of Fortnite. That's just my that's just my two cents on it. Uh, but we will see, guys. If you get up, if you get in, and you get in before we do, because we'll be letting you know when we do. Hey, tweet at us, Fortnite podcast, and let us know how you guys are enjoying it. If you like it, if you get in, I, I heard that the first wave of invites is going out later this week. They did not go out today when you signed up. It was confirmed, but it should be going out later this week from what I, from what I read today. And then they'll be rolling out people within the next couple months. It's never been said that it's first come, first serve. So if you're listening to the show and you haven't got to sign up yet, go ahead and go do it. Doesn't mean you're not going to get in on the first wave. Doesn't mean that you will, right? Um, but either way, it's going to be rolling out in the next couple months. I don't know how they're picking people, uh, but... And it's not, it hasn't. Let's be honest. Ninja will have a code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The biggest content creators are going to have codes for sure. Right. Right. So there's no question. We'll be, we'll be able to see them play it. I'm sure they'll give their two cents on it. Um, Hopefully, we're big enough content creators to guarantee a code. Uh, I don't know that we yeah, are. Yeah, I, I don't know if we are either. But, um, you know, if, if we are, we will definitely give you guys a hands on some videos and. Well, not uh, to mention, we'll definitely hand out our codes. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely, I definitely want to do that. Um, you know, if Epic is listening and wants to give us some codes to hand out to the listeners, we would love to do that as well. Um, well, all invites come. They said that they're going to give out additional codes to everybody that gets invited to invite friends. That's awesome. So, that's awesome. So we'll, as long as we get codes, we'll definitely have codes to hand yeah, out, and we'll definitely give them out here on the show. So guys, stay tuned for that. Um, and we'll we'll see we'll see where mobile Fortnite goes. Now, on to the things... I'm excited, if nothing else... Oh, sorry, I have to say this. I'm excited, if nothing else, that I could log in potentially somewhere and do a daily or two. Yeah. 
if I if I'm not super psyched about how it plays, I, I don't know yet. But that's exciting. Is I can at least log in and maybe get a couple challenges. Here's done. the crazy thing, and then we'll move on. What if it does play good? That's 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 the factor here, right? Like, I think it's easier to say it's not going to, as it as it would, right? As mm-hmm. we, I think we both think it will work, but how well will it work? But what if it does? Right. What if it? What if somehow, David, somehow they make it feel really that's awesome. good? And and then what are we doing? Like, my wife is gonna be very angry if this works well. <laughs> like, that's all I can say. Like. Uh, sorry, babe, you're driving. I got to play some Fortnite today, you know? Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, it's spring break with my kids right now, and we're, she's got all these places we're going to go and, and plan and do things. And I love spending time with my kids, don't get me wrong, but I can just see that moment where I'm like, yeah, I need, I need to go to the bathroom, you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, why were you in there for 25 minutes? Like, sorry, I had to get that Victor Royale and babe on the toilet before I had to come back to the table. You know, right. I, I just, exactly. I, I just, if, if it does work great, I'm like, ah, oh, God, forgive me for spending all my time, like literally all my time playing Fortnite. Cause every, every moment I get, if it's good, I will be doing it. Not only when I'm home now, but even when I'm on the road. So maybe that's, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it is. That's all I'll say. I, I hope it is where me and you are like, you know, at lunch. And I'm like, hey, bro, I'm going to take my lunch at 1230. Take your lunch at 1232 so I can give you a call. We can jump on and play some victory. You know, get a victory rail real quick, you know, play some Fortnite. So we'll see. Yeah, that'd be amazing. However, things that we do know and that have actually happened is ver- since last time we saw you guys was version 3.1 and 3.2. Both those updates uh, have come out. And uh, so we want to go over those real quick. Obviously, we didn't get to talk about the LTM last time, which was Solid Gold. And um, along with Solid solid Gold, shortly after it came out, we got our, our favorite outfit in the game, the Dino Suit, of course, which I think we both love immensely. Um, yeah, I think I've pretty much worn it since I've gotten it. Yeah, you've worn it exclusively for sure. I mean, you you haven't you haven't spent as much money as I have um, buying tons of skins. So I've, I'm I'm trying to make myself switch just so I feel like I'm utilizing my money somewhere along the way. Although I could wear the dino suit all the time. Uh, that was really cool. But we did get solid gold. I want to know, like, how did you feel about that game mode? I thought it was one of the best game modes they've put out so far. And why is that? Because there's no shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it 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 seemed like it played really well too, right? Like very even across the board. Obviously, everybody had the you know same guns. Everybody had a gold scar. Right, and that and that was like. I mean, obviously, it's not like I don't want them to make a change to Fortnite and take some of the randomness away and make it where it's like, oh, everybody always has the same loadout. Obviously, that's part of the fun of the whole game. Right. But it was a nice change of pace not to worry about, you know, some scrub killing with a shotgun early on because that's what he gets kills with. I'm not calling everybody that uses a shotgun to scrub, but maybe I am. (laughs) (laughs) So it depends on the situation for sure. No, I agree with you. I think the early game was a lot more enjoyable along with the mid game. They were a lot more enjoyable. I think the endings were also really fun because it wasn't run at somebody building shotgun. Um, it right. did turn out a lot of times as, you know, a rocket launch and grenade launcher fest, 
towards the end of the games, um, which was a lot of fun actually to see things, you know, getting blown up and people jumping around. That was a, it was a good time. But I, I'm with you. For the most part, I really enjoyed it. It was probably my favorite LTM. Un- I don't know if until now or not with 2020. But it was it was it was a good time. I mean, 3.1 brought that. 3.1 also brought the hunting rifle and lucky landing. Now, for me, the hunting rifle I thought was really awesome at first. It's kind of cooled down a little bit for me. I know that they made the change as far as um, you know, first shot accuracy. Right, originally the first shot accuracy was just like everything else in the game. But from what I understand, the devs saw that, saw people reporting it on Reddit and everything else, and said, hey, that's not how it was intended. They came back and made sure first shot accuracy 100% to hit, hit your target. But how do you feel with it just being one shot? And obviously the, the bullet trajectory that it has and the fall off that it has. How do you feel about that, David? Uh, I was really excited for the gun. It's definitely my style of gun. It's definitely something that Null Zero would be excited to get. Um, but with all my testing and playing, like it just hasn't come. Uh, it just isn't panning out for me. I don't pick it up. I skip it most of the time. Um, it's unfortunate. I just overall, I feel like it doesn't have a spot in my loadout. It's unreliable. Um, so and some people will be like, we well, get good scrub. Yeah, I think well, that's fine. I think I think part of the reason for us is we've kind of tried to use it as a mid to long range, but I actually think it's more of a as I've as I've played with it more and I've also watched more streams and seen it being used more. I think it's more of a like a like a a short to mid range weapon actually. Well, sure, but even then, it doesn't feel really good there. Right, because in that spot. We have, which is one of our favorite guns now in the game, is the scoped AR. Right. Well, yeah, but even like short range where the scoped AR wouldn't be such a great idea. I don't know. I've hit people with that gun. I just feel like damage wise, I don't get the damage I expect from that type of gun. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, definitely was inconsistent. I mean, I could have sworn I hit a dude with a headshot the other day, like I told you, and it was like 50 mm-hmm. damage. Still had 150, you know, he had 100 life and 50 shields still. And I'm like, what? I just nailed this dude in the head. How did it not, right? So I must have not hit him in the head, obviously. But still, a body shot at 50 damage didn't make a lot of sense for me. You know, I would have thought it had been 80 or, you know. I mean, you're shooting him essentially with a sniper rifle up close, you know. So Not only that, but like the loudest possible sniper rifle in the game. I mean, that thing is super loud. So if you aren't downing somebody with that shot, there's no question as to where you are. It's very obvious where you came from, where that shot yeah. came from. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have any... I don't know about travel, like, as far as meters go, but as far as how loud it is during an engagement uh, for surrounding people, it's definitely pretty loud. Um I don't know if it's as, like I said, as loud as normal snipers as far as how many meters the sound travels. Uh, But I just, I'm with you. I don't really find a great spot in it for my loadout. I will pick it up if it's the beginning of the game. I don't have a full set or full loadout yet. Um, You know, and I've I've gotten some sweet shots with it. I've, I've, I've found a good couple places I've used it. But overall, if you're telling me to select the five items I really want, it's not in my top five. You know, 
So. Yeah, I mean, I, if I pick it up, I'm shooting that thing with the intention of like, don't expect anything out of this. Right. Like that's how I pick it up. It's the same as the beagle for me. It's like, uh, you can pick it up, but you know, don't expect nothing out of it. Yeah. That's the Desert Eagle for everybody that missed that episode. The Beagle is known as the Desert Eagle. Um, it's because that's what they call it. <laughs> uh, that's not me making a name up. That's what they call it. Is that really what they call it? Yeah, that's what they I call it. I thought they called it the Hand Cannon. They do in PvP, but the PvE version of it is called the Beagle. Oh. Well, well it's called the... I think it was just, yeah, called Beagle. Um... Well, we'll look for the confirmation from the community. Or if you find a photo, tweet it out at me. I didn't know that. I actually thought that was just like you making up the joke last time around. So one of the last things I want to cover from 3.1, um, we'll touch on a couple little things, but was Lucky Landing. And I'll throw it out there. I don't know if this place is going to change themes. You mentioned while we were playing, it felt kind of out of place to you. I mean, what is your overall take of Lucky Laning, where it's located on the map? Did we need something there? You know, I mean, overall, I mean, is this another POI that we needed to add, or is it diluting the map a little bit more? Uh, I don't know. I think it's doesn't make a lot of sense aesthetically, like what kind of spot it is. Right. It doesn't match anything with the map. It seems really out of place compared to every other spot in the map, architecture, everything, which is fine. You mentioned, like, you know, Fortnite's not about that. It's about fun, and that's fine. Okay, I'll give them that. But <clears throat> the location of it, too, was just really odd. Like, why there? Like, there's so many other areas that feel very, very barren. I just wasn't sure why we needed a POI there. Right. So, I don't know. Overall, I mean, I've landed there a couple times. Uh it's all right. Um, it seems really just out of place. It doesn't seem like a good spot on the map. The architecture is very weird. I mean, I get it's Chinese and Chinese New Year, but maybe like you were saying a couple episodes back, maybe they're putting a POI that's going to change with the seasons. I don't know. It seems just really out of place. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I like the layout of it. The buildings are a little bit different. The architecture is a little bit different. So I actually enjoyed like going and finding where they were placing the chest up, right? Because they're kind of in these like vaulted ceilings areas that are pretty cool. So it's different. I like the buildings that are different. I just don't understand why it is where it is. Um, I think we've said this many times. They, you know, the left side of the map was very unpopulated before. Um, when we had the update, the original, I think 2.0 update, whatever it was. Um, and then, you know, we got the new map and everything came out and all of a sudden it felt like the right side was a little barren, not necessarily the South. And I think the area that I, I would have imagined they would have put something was over there North of Dusty Depot, right? You know, north of, you know, South of Tomato Town, a little bit towards Loot Lake. Um, just, you know, kind of the, that northeast corner from Dusty Depot because... There are between, like, prison and retail. There's just not a lot there. They do have that little, like, town that's there, that little one stop Yeah, which town. has made it better. Yeah, it definitely has made it better. It has made it better. Yep. But, <clears throat> I don't know, that, that just seemed like a really odd placement. You already have what we refer to as the honeypot. We have Flush Factory. We have 
um, the chair, ta- the town, near, the chair. Um, well, and there was a couple houses like, back All there. that is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right. And there's just a lot of stuff right there. This thing's placed right behind Fatal Fields. It just, I don't know. It just feels really out of place to me. I, I and mean, that's what I don't like about it in general is just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. You're falling really far outside of the map. Flush Factory, I'd be surprised if it gets a lot of play as it is. Right. Um, maybe a little bit better now because Flush Factory can translate into some other really good loot spots. Uh, you can go from Flush and hit the Honey Pot and get some surprise attacks there. I don't know. Just a really odd place to me. It seemed like um, they could have done that better. Yeah, so the place he is mentioning as the Honey Hole uh, that we call it is just north of... It's right. It's like northeast, right there on the south of the map, uh, from Flush Factory. So, that little area that they added, the little city there. Um, that's what we call. In case anybody's wondering, like, what the heck is the Honey Hole? That's what we call it. Uh, and props to Naked, I believe, uh, guy in our community named I Play Naked actually named that. So, um, we we've kind of stuck with it, and uh, it's been pretty good to us as being our Honey Hole. Uh, mention of spots dropping and things that were changing, uh, real quick in, in 3.1, you had the snobby shores for people that are landing there. They removed 13 floor loot spawn locations and four chest. I don't really know if those really were needed, David. I mean, as much as we have dropped snobby shores, it doesn't seem like it was overpopulated with loot too much, right? Sometimes we felt like, I don't know. It seemed like it had a lot of loot. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is loot. Having a lot of loot doesn't always translate into good loadouts. Right. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> yeah, that's that. And Sabi Shores wasn't very highly contested. Right. I don't know. I didn't that didn't really bother me. I'm like, okay. Uh people dropping <laughs> that industrial plot northeast of the flush factory, I guess, which is what we call the honey hole. Uh was actually removed four loot spawn locations and three chests. Well, I mean, it's still the honey hole. And I can guarantee you, you guys, if you drop there, you will enjoy it. It's a great place. A lot of good loot. Typically is what we find. Um, Tilted Towers, they removed eight floor loot spawn locations and four chests. Can't imagine that they're not going to do more there, right? I mean, how you, how you drive less population go there is you take away some loot um, and, and spread out you know, the drops amongst the, the map. Yeah, I think... Um... I think Tilted Towers still has a ways to go. Like, a lot of people still seem to drop there quite often. And <clears throat> I don't know how Epic feels about that. I've read the Reddit post. There's a lot of people that are not happy with, you know, the whole Tilted Tower situation. I've heard people ask, like, make cries on Reddit wanting a redesign of Tilted Towers. Like, redesign it make it smaller. It seems to be the general consensus that Tilted Towers is just too big. Right. Offers too much loot. And, you know, and I agree with a lot of people that have made the complaint that <clears throat> you play a game and how often do you play a game where moments into the game, like a third of the population is dead already because they landed at the Tilted Towers team deathmatch and, you know, 30 people are gone already. 40 people are gone already. Right. Right. No, I agree. I I think from game to game we see it less. They definitely you know it's not got to work. It's on not it. as constant as it used to be, but it's definitely 
there's definitely those games that can still be a problem. A um, couple quick things real fast that we, we got there is the rare increase on the burst rifle. The common decrease was by 20%. Uncommon increased by 60%. Rare increased by 150 I really like this because I love the rare uh, burst rifle. I know you're not as much of a fan of it as I am, but I really love it. And I, we've obviously seen that increase. And I've got to use a lot more. So I'm happy with that one. Revolver drop chances. Common was decreased by 10%. Uncommon increased by 33. Rare increased by 75%. You were really taken back by this gun. Obviously, we had this sniper um, limited time mode, right? Where, where they had the revolver in there. But you've kind of come in, come into your own of watching this gun and its performance lately, David. I was surprised to see how much damage it's doing nowadays. Um, it's really gotten up there. Uh, I guess, and it makes sense because the risk you take with that gun is it's highly inaccurate. Right. Um, so you can't guarantee your shots on me. And being that it transferred over to a medium ammo, it should hit harder than it was prior. Um, so, I mean, it makes a lot of sense what, what's going on with it. But, yeah, I mean, we had a a game the other day where we had someone like in a house, like completely locked down. They're really hurt. And she dropped you and I was rocking 150 total health, you know, 50 shield, um, hundred health. And I was like, oh, I'll just go run in there and finish her off. And she popped out, popped me in the head with it. And I went down and I was like, what the hell did she hit me with? She hit me one time. I took 150 damage. Right. Yeah. And you were like, that was the revolver. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah, she did the same to me. It was 3v1, and she hit both of us. It was a great shot. Um, You know, obviously, we ended up, our teammates ended up winning that fight, and we were okay and went on to win that one. But, yeah, it's it's definitely a strong gun. If you guys, you know, especially with the rare increase by 75%, man, it's going to be awesome. Uh, If you guys are getting good with that gun, you can challenge yourself a little bit with that. Uh, and that's what I would say, like, if they need these changes, uh, as we see the different weapons, whether it's going in the vault or their increase in, in the rarity, uh, try to pick them up and try them out. You know, it, it will help, you know, the monotony maybe that you might be fighting of battle royale every once in a while. It'll give you a cool challenge. So try that out. Instead of taking a shotgun, take that revolver and see how it works. Speak of shotguns, uncommon decrease by 10%, rare increase by 33%, and epic increase by 75%. I do have a little note here, and I think this goes a long way with any time they change the rarity and the inconsistent drop rates for various weapons, um, is that they say here, these weapons had unnecessarily low drop rates as they progressed in rarity. This does not change the overall likelihood of finding these weapon types, but it does increase your chances of finding a higher rarity version. So... That was the dev comment there, and, and it makes sense. So it's not that they put more on the field, right, or less on the field. It's that the rarity, right, the 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 amount that is going to be on the field, the rarity increased. So just claim that for everybody else. Um. So yeah, that was three point one, and then we had three point two come out, and three point two brought along with it some of its own things, which was twenty twenty that we have here, um. And, you know, we had uh, the, what's really funny, David, we had a hoverboard boost pad come out. Right. So this is, I yeah, that. I mean, uh, you talked about this, kind of kind of throwing the idea out there. I don't know if they maybe already had this in the works. 
you know, it's always fun to speculate to think, hey, they heard us and they 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 took your idea and ran with it. Uh, but they they did come out with that as well. Our friend Mr. Eric Williamson has a few things to say to us as well. So let's go ahead and hey, Eric, welcome back on the show. Why don't you break down the news you have for us this week? Welcome everyone. We've got a great update this week and a few topics to cover. Eric, what's up with the jetpacks? As you guys know, we recently announced the jetpack item. In our internal playtest, we identified some issues with it, and we wanted to make sure that those were all sorted out before we release it. And in the meantime, we'll have some new things coming soon. Tell us a little more about the 20 versus 20 LTM. We're really excited to announce that we just launched Teams of 20. This is an exciting new LTM that kind of bridges the gap between squads and the 50v50 mode we released a while back. Some different behavior in this LTM, such as the circle and storm sizes are a little bit faster. We also allow you to ping team location on the map. There's higher spawn chances for treasure chests and ammo cans, as well as increased supply drop rates. You can find all of the patch note information on this LTM on our website. So what about update version 3.3? Next week's update has llamas. These are randomly found around the island and will help you out in a pinch. They're interacted with like treasure chests and ammo cans, so let us know what you find. We've gotten a lot of feedback from you guys about smoke grenades, and we looked at our internal feedback as well as analytics, and we found that they're just not being used quite as much as we wanted them to. So we're going to be taking them out of the loot, putting them in the vault right alongside the SMG, and potentially reworking it and reintroducing it when we feel it's ready. Thanks for watching, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the update. We got a lot more coming. Stay tuned. How do you, real quick, how do you feel about 2020? I know for me, I've told you, I like it a lot more than 50-50. And it's really cool with the the how how it can play out sometimes. But I've watched you in there just literally demolish five or six people in a row, and we were laughing and having a good time. So, I mean, what is your overall take of twenty twenty? I think it's a really well done uh, LTM. It's a lot more fun than fifty fifty. I felt like it's much more manageable. Fifty fifty, you run into the enemy, and you're typically running into a lot of the enemy. Not that that didn't wasn't the case here but in this situation you weren't guaranteed to hit just the other team like there was times where we'd be getting into a fight with you know four or five six people and next you know we put ourselves in a bad situation because you know that 2v2 mentality is there it's like engage 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 and you know next you know we're in a bad situation but then another team comes up from behind right? and that team's fighting them and we're fighting them and the other team. And so overall, I mean, a really big kudos to them. The LTM was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I would like to see it more. Um, so I thought we had a lot. I of thought fun. it was really cool because of how fast the circle moved, right? The game seemed to be really fast as well. Really fast pace. Like you didn't feel like you had time to, uh, to sit around and really kind of formulate anything like where are we going to go? You know, that's sometimes what I see in squads is we'll be sitting there, we'll loot wherever we landed. And then it's like, where do you guys want to go? Oh, uh, okay. Let's go over here. And it's like, 
we shouldn't I don't I feel like the game should try to avoid having that situation to think. I think Fortnite's at its best when you're you know, moving, 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 right. you're thinking on the fly, you got oh do I build, do I engage this, do I disengage? You know, all those quick movements, all those quick thoughts. Uh that's when Fortnite's at its best. So anything that encourages that, like quick moving circles and you know, putting a lot of balloons out where it's given a lot of points of interest for people to go other than just going to another town. Um, it really just, it, it's really good. And because of all the, the uh, building changes, I feel like 50-50 would benefit from this. 50-50 probably more fun nowadays because all the building improvements. Consoles are built, consoles are builders now. Like people on console are building. Right. They, they're not as you know, intricate or crazy as the PC group just yet, but it's getting there. I watched a video, it was either today or yesterday, and this guy was with the new building, uh, you know, improvements. He was showing off, um, it was really like a tutorial video, like how to build on console. Well, this guy was throwing it down, man. Like, it was, he was throwing some myth, like ninja type buildings down, things you expect to see from those guys on console and pretty quickly, man. So, Consoles moving up as far as building groups. Right. Um, right. And with that, I think 50-50 would be better. But I, and I feel like that's part of the reason why 2020 was so good, or 20 v20, v20, whatever, was so good. It was because there's so much more building going on. When big teams are getting in areas, there's a lot of building going on, and things get really crazy. And it's a lot more like the, the trailer for 50-50 we watched, where they were like building these crazy bases. Right. And, all just having this all out war that actually was happening in 2022 to an extent. It wasn't like as crazy as the trailer made it out where each team was in like a huge castle and all that, but much more close to that than what 50 50 ever got to. No. Um, and I feel like I, that's definitely because of the I agree. Goal. I think one of the really cool things about 2020 overall was that it seemed like you could be on the team that was down a little bit. And then all of a sudden, the numbers would even out if that big team got in a fight with two of the smaller teams. Right. And yeah. And that aspect, did you go ahead? I was going to say in that aspect, that's why it was so fun to me. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you like, I mean, I'm sure you felt this cause I definitely felt it where I felt like I could have a meaningful impact on my game, on my team throughout the entire match as opposed to like in 50 50 if you got to the end and it was like 20 versus like eight well obviously if you dropped the 20 down to eight and made it a close match you definitely felt like you contributed to your team but in this instance i felt like the contri- contribution always felt like i was you know helping my team out like i was moving my team forward. i think you're a, you were a lot more likely and people you can the numbers show it right is that um, yeah. you were a lot more likely to get kills in this mode than than fifty versus fifty as well. I mean, some streamers had like forty kill games or something crazy like that, right? That they were showing, and they right. were able to do that because of how the mode played out, right? They could a couple teams would be fighting, and they could be attacking both teams at the same time. Um, and I like that. I like the craziness a little bit. Uh, I think that's that's where Fortnite, like you said, where Fortnite shines a little bit is on the move, on the crazy, having to react real quick. But yeah, the 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 storm circle times I thought was really awesome. It was it it put a really good pace to what was going on, um, and it made the game you know, like I said feel a lot quicker. So that it was it was a lot of fun. I, I thought I thought it was a great time. That was a great LTM. 
Uh, I'm glad to see them keep coming up with these different ideas. Who knows what's going to be next, right? Um, I mean, that's that's really crazy. Um, one of the the last things I want to mention about 3.2 is a big one that was on Reddit. They fixed an issue where players at 60 frames per second could not jump as high as those that were playing at 30 frames per second. So that's been resolved if you were, especially on console, worried about that because we did have the 60 frames per second change. Um, that was really, really thing that was worrying people like, oh, I can't I jump up on this roof anymore from this angle or whatever. They went ahead and fixed that. So uh, Also, they fixed an issue where auto sprint uh, would cause players to continue sprinting when they tried to stop. So, David, I might actually turn that option back on to try it out. I haven't yet. I've left it off. I was enjoying it, and then it was messing me up and getting me killed. So, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what it what it does next. Um, I don't know. I haven't had any problems with it. It seems better. Have you you've been using it? Yeah, I use okay. it. Um, the only problem I have with it at all is I do occasionally feel like it's a little harder to get it going. Sometimes I feel like I, I try to initiate the, the auto run, and I fail to do so. Right. But other than that, I don't seem to have any problems with it. So let's talk about jetpacks real quick. Obviously, they're delaying it. The community was kind of up in arms about this. I mean, it literally was almost a 50-50 situation, no pun intended, that people were saying, oh, yeah, bring them in. And some people saying, no, it's going to ruin the game. I responded um, personally on my Twitter about, I don't think that they're going to put anything in the game that is going to break it to the point of where the community so much 50% doesn't enjoy it or doesn't like it, where they're going to let it run this game, right? And that's my overall take on it. And any item I think they're going to bring I think jetpacks are probably going to have, if I had to, if I had to guess, it's not going to be an unlimited use of a jetpack. It's going to probably have like a fuel meter or something. Um, I don't know if it's going to take up a special slot, right, or a uh, an actual item slot. But I think it. I think bringing verticality gameplay to the more to this game uh, is a good thing. Um, especially with bases and stuff like that, although you have C4 coming in now too, right? So it's, it's continually changing. But the, there, was a, there was a question on Twitter last week from one of the devs asking about, do you want to bring more launch pads to Fortnite? And it was a, it was a uh, poll, and the two answers for the poll was yes and yes with a lot of S's. Of course, you know, meaning they probably are going to bring them because they know everybody wants them. But I, that's, that's my only take on it is, look, I don't, I don't think they're going to put something that's going to break it. And I think bringing verticality back, you know, more verticality to the game is a good thing. How do you feel about jetpacks? I'm not super excited about them. Why not? I just... I agree that they are probably monitoring very closely what they do to not break things. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's breaking the flow of things. Like, jetpacks, uh, I mean, I'll be interested. Maybe maybe it's not such a big deal. But, like, one thing I'm interested to see is, like, so one of the big flows of the game is going to be your, you know, if I get on, uh, 
the uh, what's it called the launch pad and I launch towards you well obviously one problem for me is I can't like just get to you I can't just start shooting you like there's a part of my risk right the know, risk in it game yeah. that has a risk yeah. to it and I'm curious where that's at for jetpacks. So like, this is what this is know. what I'm and, thinking. This is what I'm thinking, and maybe this could be completely wrong, but this is where I think you would you would you might agree that it'd be a little more balanced. It's like you have basically a fuel line that is enough fuel to get you up a mountain. That's it. It's an initial push to help you get up a mountain, and that's all. Like it's a very short fuel line. Um, it's not something you're going to be able to use repeatedly. Um, or maybe, maybe it's like, uh, it needs a cool down, right? So even if it does have more fuel than that, the cool down, um, you know, is, you know, it will, will make you stop once you get so high. And I think that risk there is number one, I don't think you're going to be able to fire while you're using it. But number two, I also think that there's going to be some risk in learning how to fly this thing. Right, like I think we're gonna see a lot of people like, you know, Noel Zero was unable to stay in flight, you know, and that that was you committing suicide, right? Like, right. I, I think there's gonna be, I think it needs to be something that's not super super easy to do and takes a little bit of a learning curve, um, but that's what I think. I think I think there's gonna be like a cooldown, right? Like there's only gonna be you're gonna be able to use it for so long, and there's gonna be cooldown, or it's gonna be only enough fuel to use once or twice and you drop it. Yeah, I mean, I think the big concern comes up is like if you're playing and I can jetpack now and shoot rocks on you, like there just becomes a thing of like I think people really like the base building, right? We all love it. We think it's a fantastic gameplay mechanic. It's the hook of the game. Right. And I just don't want to see it be lost because of too much. Right. You know, too much verticality. I'm all for the verticality. I don't know. And what slot, the other thing is like, what slot does jetpack yeah, fit into? No, is agree. that taking up an inventory slot? Is that a trap? Like, where, where does that go? Yeah. yeah, no. I agree with you. It's going to be interesting. Look, obviously they have some concerns because as Eric said, they are taking it back, right? They're looking at it. They're reevaluating they're re- it. So. I really wish instead of a jetpack, they're bringing a hoverboard. I really think a hoverboard would be an awesome addition to Battle Royale because you'd have the ability to move around the map quicker to avoid circle. Because I don't think circle deaths are good. I, I hate it. I don't. I like. I get why the circle needs to be in the game and what the purpose is serve, but the circle should not be killing population. Like especially, it's so. It's so damn upsetting to have a moment where you take out a team or two or multiple, like a big fight transpires. And then it's like, yeah, you did this great, wonderful thing. You took out all these people. You played really well. And now you're going to die to circle. But hey, that play was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is a struggle, right? It's it's that balance. And like you said, it, it has to be in the game because that's what causes people to move and causes these right. circles to get smaller. But I'd like to yeah. see, like, if you make, conscious like a conscious decision to fight in the storm well fine but i would like to see something like a hoverboard in battle royale where it's like you have the option to get on this thing and you can avoid being you know caught out in the circle 
but you also can't shoot and you know you're vulnerable like you're either gonna have to hop off that thing quick and start building get your shots off or you know if you take damage it'll knock you off like it does in what if what if if you killed somebody in circle or you know in the storm if if knowing that you know to try to help keep you alive and keep more people pushing in the circle and have better fights at the end what if when you kill someone in circle they drop an orb just I'm just an idea. Right? I'm just saying some type of I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a llama head. I don't care. But they drop this right. orb, and this orb allows you a movement boost for twenty seconds. I mean that'd be cool and all. The only problem I see with that is like, what do you what do you do whenever you kill people? Loot their bodies. Right and heal. Right, if needed. So like. I get like in a circle situation where it's like, oh, the storm just overtook us. I can grab the sword and catch up to it. Um, I don't know. I actually don't think it'd be a terrible idea as far as like having some kind of movement buff somewhere. Yeah. Um, I would like to see that somewhere in the game. Yeah. Specifically because I think, I think circles. If we play, if I get to the end of a match and I'm playing the people that made it through all the fights. I just don't want people dead to circle. I want the the most competitive possible, you know, circles as as possible. And I don't want to be losing people to or circle. Or like what happened to us the other night whenever you died. And I think it was, I want to say it was me and Kyle. I'm not sure who it was, but uh, we were up on that cliff. And we took out all the other teams, but there's a guy in a bush that picked us up right at the end, down at the, down at the hill. And he just like literally shot us two times and we died. And the only kills he had all game were us, right? right? And you had all these other people that died to Storm that had that were great players that, you know, had five, six, seven, eight kills, right? And that's what's the toughest right. thing, I think. And, you know, it's just the nature of the game as well. But I'm with you. I think, I think some type of uh, solution to Storm, maybe jetpacks, maybe that's one of the things they're trying to get in there, right? Maybe jetpacks helps with that movement out of Storm. Um, but we'll see. Uh, one other thing Eric mentioned was llamas, finding llamas on the map. I, I, I guess this is cool. I, I, don't, I don't really know where the need for it is. Is this, this is their staple, right? Is this just the staple for them that, you know, they went ahead and put llamas on? I, I just don't know why we need llamas. More like, is it going to be more rare loot? Is that the deal, it sounds like? Well... There was a data mine of a bunch of items being introduced to Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not really their style to not tell us what's coming out. Right. But he does say, tell us what you find. I'm wondering if they're about to release some, like a lot of these items in there. Um, Cause I've seen like in the data mine, they pulled up items that were like, uh, you know, building bombs where it would drop build like a building structure out. Yeah, using a bomb. Well, he even talked about taking away the the smoke nade, but no talk about. And I list a lot of speculation, but people are saying they're going to replace it with the gas nade. Right, right. That's one item. So I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's possible that they're going to release a bunch of like trial weapons through the llama or what items through the right. llamas. I don't know. I'll be interested to see it. Um. Yeah, it's going to be cool to see what it is, you know, like how rare are these llamas? Are they permanent locations? Right? Are they like 
right. they're going to be these permanent locations that people are going to contest over. Like a while back, we said, you know, maybe they, like if they had these hordes, you know, or these uh, areas and NPCs that you went after to get the certain loot, you know, obviously that's not this, but these it would be these centralized locations where loot is always going to be. Like these right. llamas you fight over. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. That's going to be super interesting to see. How big are these llamas? Are they real big? Are they small? Are they bigger than a chest? Are they building size? Are they the freaking llamas like we got over in Junction? You know, like, how right. big are these llamas? I don't know. We're, it's going to be interesting to find out. I mean, a lot of stuff. Look, one thing you can say is, you know, we, have, we do this show every week. We keep having more and more stuff to talk about. <laughs> so that's, it's fun. Right. I'm excited to see, see what happens, excited to see where it goes. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what else is in store here and, uh, hopefully get, get to try some of this out on mobile before next week. Guys, let us know what you think. I mean, do you think jetpacks are a great thing? Are you excited about them? Let us know why or why not. Are you excited about llamas? You know, and how are they going to be huge? Are they going to rotate around? Um, and then, you know, maybe you guys know something else that has been leaked or data minded as, Zero said that you want us to share or talk about. You can always feel free to shoot us a topic, shoot us a email, um, and give us your ideas. You break it down as detailed as you want, and we'll discuss it here on the show. Um, this is obviously your podcast. This is for the community by the community, and you can send all the suggestions over to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com, um, or you can hit us up on Twitter at fortnitepodcast. David, let's get into our last couple sections here of the show and get out of here. But uh, let's first off jump into some tips and tricks. If you ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right, so we're going back. We're bringing it back. Monster D-Face, our boy, the man, coming back here with another tip. And this is how to win. This is from his video, How to Win Fortnite Tips Number 4. We're going to talk a little bit about rotation. So sit back. And enjoy these wide, wise words from Monster D-Fate. Now let's talk about rotations. I've slowly moved my way up from Flush Factory through Fatal Fields, and I haven't saw a single soul. Now that the circle's pushing me past Retail Row, notice how I decide not to go through Salty Springs. Here, I'm actually trying to play to win this game, guys. I have a beautiful loadout. I have mad armor. There is no reason for me to throw this game in the garbage. So what I am doing is I am rotating, using the time on the clock to not only uh, make my way towards the circle, but put myself in a dominant position to take on the next circle. And for me, the dominant position will be not throwing myself between multiple cities, but instead playing around one major city and cutting up through another. So minimizing the amount of potential threats around me, I decide to go completely around Salty Springs. Salty Springs is a hot zone. Dusty Depot is a hot zone, guys. It's pretty much the middle of the map. The middle of the map typically has the most amount of condensed players in a small area. Even if you don't see them, you know they are lurking. Keep in mind of how you decide to rotate into the circle, especially when you have enough time. Take your time. Properly planning out your route is going to help you tremendously as far as figuring out the dominant areas as far as figuring out how to get to the next zone safely while reducing the risk of your travel. Yes, I took a longer route, but the travel threat was a lot less. 
So again, exercising the same exact idea here, instead of going straight through retail row, I go around the cliff because I have a minute and 20 seconds on the clock. Why do I have to get to the circle this soon? Why should I throw myself in the middle of retail row? I probably shouldn't. So playing smart again, choosing your route is going to help you out as far as minimizing the risk that you take as you travel across. And you can see here, my side routes pay off. I get myself a little bit of resources, find some extra ammo. All right. So obviously, uh, it's, you know, he's, he's playing a game here, so you might not know exactly the direction he's taking, but if you know the map well enough, he's just highlighting a few things here. And that's, He's staying out of the middle of the map as he's rotating in circles. Uh, he talks a little bit about, you know, at the end there, finding loot as he's going through this. But really planning out and being ahead of Storm so you can take the route that you want to take to try to position yourself in the best way possible, right? And, uh, you know, sometimes, Null Zero, we, we say, all right, let's take this route. You know, we're really into this game. We're really trying to win it. Or we're, we're going to some people that maybe had never won before. Um, and then sometimes when it's just me and you, we're like, let's go to dusty, right? Like, let's, let's, let's right. go straight through and, and, and make it through. I mean, the rotation is very important as you play, even at higher tiers and you get better. And if, you know, as this game moves, uh, as so many want into an esport, and if they ever have a competitive or, or skill-based matchmaking situation, this would be even more important, um, I think, but. You know, if you're learning and you're trying to get better positions, rotation is a huge thing, and it comes into play in every game. So, you know, watch where your circles are at. Um, you know, watch the high contested areas, as Monster Deface said there, and and rotating around and finding those spots to position yourself the best you can, and uh, and picking up some some ammo and and loot and and items uh, and materials as you as you move along, maybe the outside of a map avoiding those highly contested areas. No zero, I mean, you have anything to say about rotation and, and getting around the map as you're looking towards, you know, mid to late game? Um, I don't know. It's it's a feeling I think I think it's something you gotta be conscious of. There's definitely ways to know, like, hey, I came from this way, we went this, you know, this way. We, you know, kind of blocked off this area. We know that there's probably very little coming from that area we can be you know feel safe in that direction right. if we need right. to move yeah i mean that happens to us a lot right we'll be we'll we'll drop in one location go outside of it and all of a sudden circle place back to where we were you know uh say for instance we dropped at pleasant park we we ran all the way over to the soccer fields and circles back over towards pleasant park and anarchy acres right so we can yep. backtrack through Pleasant Park because we know more than likely it's going to be a pretty safe zone because we've been there before. That's a great, it's a great piece of advice. Uh, you know, pay a, like you said, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of feeling, but also pay attention to, you know, where you have already gone, what your routes you have that you've already taken. Um, and awareness, you know, awareness is a huge one. So just be aware. Uh, thanks so much Monster DFace for that tip. Guys, you can check out more of that video and more tips from Monster DeFace on YouTube at uh, his Monster DeFace, M-O-S-T-M-O-N-S-T-E-R-D, the letter D, and then face, F-A-C-E. And then once again, that video is how to win Fortnite tips number four. Uh, the link will be in the description as well. 
And last but not least, let's jump over to our Reddit topic of the week. I'm gonna tell the world. Fortnite Reddit is the place to be for videos and memes and epic to see. Look at my post. Reddit is the place to be for videos and memes and epic to see. Fortnite and Fortnite BI. Alright, so this week I have something very positive to share with you, Null Zero. And this is a post on Reddit by uh Auckland, I'm gonna say. A-U-C-L-Y-N, Acklin, Auckland. Um, and it's actually titled, the title of, the, of his post was, Such Nice People Nowadays. And he gets this message from uh, Chris Biaz 83 And basically he has a message here where the guy had spectated the solo match and he, uh, he you know, praises him for the great work that he did in the match and, and how amazing it was and the whole action-packed ride and, and just being a spectator of, of watching him play through it and basically ask him to help him out, become his friend, and teach him a little bit about the game and uh, you know how to play and some, some pointers. And I thought this was really cool because a lot of times in Reddit, and actually not so much on, on, on the Fortnite Reddit, the Fortnite Reddit is pretty awesome. The community is really, really cool. Um, but... A lot of times you'll get these really nasty you know, messages you get from people. The salty messages, David, right, that we've received in the past. Uh, and I thought it was really cool that like somebody had actually watched somebody play the game and gone, hey, man, this guy has some skill. I would love to learn something from him. right? And I think it speaks a lot to the community and what's going on around it and Epic's um, you know, uh, communication to us and you know, the people that they pinpoint in the community as, as great, great leaders uh, that seem to be really nice and, and giving and outgoing. Obviously, so many that we've already talked to and had here on the show. But I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a, a different perspective to what we normally see on Reddit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's a, cool, it's a cool story. I'm glad to see people be nice. But we've had a pretty good success with the community on Fortnite not being really salty. Right. So. Right. I think it's just a good job. Keep it up, guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And we've had a lot of fun and, and nice communication as well on our PS4 community and playing with the people on there. Um, last night I played with uh, a couple of different people. And we actually won. They It was their fourth to win in a row, David. But I won another three in a row with them. And uh, so that was really cool. It was with the reason. Uh, I don't know if you've played with him in a while, but the reason I know you've played a few games with him and we've won some with him as well, but him and his buddies got in there and won three in a row. So it's really cool. It's really cool to be part of that community and see that going on. The last thing I want to mention is there was a post and this one's more so for you, David, because you actually brought this up and he talked about it. This is from McNab and, and the title of it was Epic and Microsoft want cross play that leaves one which meaning it leaves PlayStation. There was a tweet by Dokabi, and he said, at Xbox P3, which is Phil Spencer, Hi, I wanted to ask that Xbox One and PS4 players play together in Fortnite. We really want cross-play systems between Xbox One and PS4. And Phil Spencer replied. You know what he replied with? Me too. And it was followed up by Fortnite, who replied, We three. Now, PlayStation at this time, from what I've seen, 
in all the research I've done on this post because it actually intrigued me enough. I went and started following up on what was going on, looking at all the replies and everything. But PlayStation hadn't replied yet. There is word out there that supposedly, you know, PlayStation's withholding its need to do this right. It doesn't really want to get involved in it. And you actually talked to me a little bit about this. And I think the the overall gist of our conversation is why would PlayStation want to do it? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't see a good reason for Sony other than the best thing I can say is everybody should start, you know, that really wants this to happen. And I'm not saying I don't. I would actually don't. I think it was great for us if this happens. But if you really want to get it going, I think you you tweet at Sony constantly and rub the the slogan that they ran on with PS4 which is this is you know for the player um because right now this is not for the player what this is is a decision by a company that's way ahead of its competition and it knows it and they don't have nothing to gain other than goodwill and doing it for the players right right i mean i think you you so, said something though really cool in our conversation about it you said if any game can do it, though, you believe it's Fortnite. I do, because Fortnite's the biggest game ever. Like, it's so big that Rocket League tried it. And Rocket League brought the conversation, like, got the conversation out in the open. Right. Right. Fortnite, there was a thing a couple months ago where Fortnite had accidentally, I guess because of an update or something, triggered crossplay and Xbox and PlayStation were playing with each other in PvE. Right. Yeah, it was for a very short period. Yeah, and then they kind of like, oops, that was an accident. We don't know how that happened because they kind of had to. Um, so the capability is obviously there. It's not that anybody has to be like, um, you know, not that anybody has to do a bunch of stuff to get it going. It's obviously capable of being done. So... I don't know. I think uh, I think Sony just needs to feel the pressure. Like they've done really good this console cycle. I think they're on par and on pace to do uh, really good and give Xbox a run for its money. I'm not, and I'm not trying to dog Xbox here, or say anything about Xbox as far as negative. So I don't want to come off that way. But I think you know what I've talked to you about thinking PS5 might be announced sometime this year, maybe even released in the next year or right. two. Um, I think that. Sony's going to outpace Xbox for a little while and Xbox is going to have to play keep up. And with that being said, that is why I feel like Sony is sitting back thinking like all that we have gained, Microsoft stands to benefit here. But I, I don't really see it that way because of the, the way I see it is anybody that wasn't buying a PlayStation before because they had to buy an Xbox because all their friends were on Xbox they couldn't play with their friends. If this opens up, this is a great thing for both companies because it won't matter what console you own. You could literally own what you want to own. I think it, I think it actually play can where play, play into the other favor, right? Like, I don't have a lot of games I want to play on Xbox right now. I just go from a personal experience. There's not a lot of games I want to play on Xbox right now. Um, but if I knew some of my cross-play items are going to go over there, I might go play Halo with a few friends and then 
jump onto Fortnite with them on the on on Xbox and play on my account. Right? Because essentially I can cross play and I can you can be like, hey man, I'm over here. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna stay on my Xbox and play this tonight. You know, or vice versa. Maybe I play on Xbox and there's a couple PS4 games I want to buy, but I know I'm gonna miss all my friends, right? Or lose all my friends over here on Xbox if I if I go buy that PlayStation. And that's the biggest, I think, disparity we've had this generation is like, okay, everybody's kind of settled, but when you meet somebody new or that's a gamer or you're experiencing new friends in a community like we do, it's like, I only play on Xbox. Like right now, I would love to jump on my PlayStation and play with those people that are on Xbox, right? And who knows? It might end up selling more consoles. I don't know. I don't know exactly how the math will work out, right? I mean, I think the fear... Well, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily sell more consoles. I just think at the end of the day that if you're... If you think... If you like the PlayStation better, but all your friends are on Xbox, but you know you can buy the PlayStation and still play with your friends on Xbox, then you can buy the console you want. Yeah. Yep. I agree. <clears throat> I definitely agree. And X, X, I don't know. I think uh, PlayStation holding back on this for so long now is going to start having a negative effect on their public perception, which they've worked so hard to turn around from PS3 to PS4. Oh, my gosh, yes. So, oh, my gosh, yeah. They, people should kind of like push it out there. Like, hey, this is for the player. Well, this is what the player wants. So right. live up to the slogan you ran on. I'm definitely with you on that. Uh, speak of slogans we run on, if you guys absolutely hate the show, you can send an email to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and thanks, as always, guys, for listening. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. I'll read those next week. Leave us a comment on Podbean. And tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Send us your topics, guys. We really appreciate you guys following in and listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new guest. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at TooLoudTX. Noel Zero at N-O-L-X-E-R-O. And uh, make sure you check out the official Fortnite Reddit pages and get involved on the Reddit community. It's a great place to be. Um, a lot of great people in there. A lot of great topics. A lot of funny stuff. If you want to waste some time and just go down some rabbit trails, you definitely can. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, man, I need to go to sleep and stop watching all these awesome videos on Reddit. Uh, but make sure you guys check those out. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Yeah.